Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Thursday. It is the three amigos. I don't know about you all, but I have a ton of fun talking to these two gentlemen. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing awesome. Excited to be here. Awesome. And Dion, how are you? Howdy. Doing great. Ready for round three. So what I want to do here is I want each of us to kind of step back, uh, realize that the world kind of changed yesterday. The Fed now is going to be tightening, uh, which means if you were if you were lucky enough to bet with the Fed, you made a lot of money the last 18 months. That's already starting to unravel uh, as soon as today. I think it continues. ECB raised. Um, I had a hard I had um, non-QM lenders talk to me last night after the Fed. They're raising rates Monday. So everything we've been talking about, rates are going up, affordability, we'll see where it goes, wages, all of that. But really what I want to talk today about is pet peeves. And the, I'm going to go first this time, just because this one really bugs me. <laughs> this, this really goes back to my experience losing all, making all that money, losing all that money, and what I'm seeing today, because I'm seeing it on rinse and repeat, and I'm actually seeing it on steroids today. And unfortunately, I think it's going to have the same outcome. And that is when investing becomes a game. When investing becomes the water cooler talk, when it becomes this second vocabulary like meme stocks and diamond hands and all of this, this, all this other nonsense, and it becomes almost a community of momentum investors, that works until it doesn't. And most people won't be the first out the door the people running the chat boards and the Reddits and all of this, the Wall Street bets, they will be out long before all of you. You will be left holding the bag and then you'll have to make a choice. You are either going to suck up your loss like I did, sold, suffered the $140,000 loss, went into real estate, or you could be someone that says, no, I'm going to diamond hand this. And I know some people that did that. Uh, I happen to be very heavily invested in the Cisco in and out all the time. That was the, that was the last one of the last things I was doing options and trading and all of that on. And uh, Cisco Systems was dead money for a decade. And there's a lot of high-tech stocks today, software space, that will not see their peaks for five to 10 years, just because we are going through a different cycle. Rates are going to go up, margin compression, revenue. These, a lot of these companies aren't even making money. So how can you have a P.E.? So it's, it's, I just feel really bad. I think this, I think this, this change is going to catch a lot of people slipping people buying the dip are buying the dip and they're the dip again. And it's um, it's going to hurt a lot of people. So that, again, for me, the pet peeve is investing is not supposed to be a game. When you gamify investing, you are hurting the people that least can afford it. It's not a game folks. It's not a game. Do the work. <laughs> if you got to be a stock market investor, do the work. Read the earnings reports, read the sector, all of that. Do the work. Don't just read a freaking Reddit post or watch some silly person on YouTube that talks about a stock and buy it because they said to. Do the work or you're going to get what you're going to get. So that, I just had to get that off my chest because I can see that avalanche coming and it, it, it crushed me last time. And I, don't, I hope it doesn't crush people this time. So Matt, we'll go to you first. It's going to crush people, period, in the story. It I just know. is. It I just know. is. Margin accounts, um, you know, the, 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 you know, the basis, the cost basis for, I think, like 18% of Bitcoin holders is 57K. Oh. Hasn't touched that. Hasn't yeah. touched that in a while. You know, so it's like, that's the cost basis for. Or how about the people at AMC? Folks, again, yeah. AMC. I'm sorry. Okay. AMC, yeah, big stock up. 
the company sells more shares because they know that retail buyers are salivating. They do nothing with it. They just sell shares. Then the CEO sells every single share he owns. That's not estate planning. That's not, I'm going to take care of my kids. That's no, I'm going to get the hell out of Dodge. These freaking morons are run up my price. I am out. If the CEO sells everything, folks, that's not a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. Well, typically not. Yeah. No, <laughs> typically not. Is, but yeah, I mean, I look at that and that's, that's the thing that's very scary about the market is that a lot of it too is, you know, algorithmic trading and computer-based training sure. where in trading where it's like, you're talking execution in milliseconds. Like that's just all very scary to me. I'm a pretty smart guy, but I need, I need there to be fairness in markets and I need there to be time to make decisions. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you're never going to outsmart a computer. The problem is, is that they're trading on technical. They're not trading on value. Yeah. And that's one of the things I pride on in my real estate investing is I'm a value purchaser. No question. Value. I'm looking for value. Everywhere I look, I'm looking for value. That's why AI lost for Zillow. Mm-hmm. That's why it lost for, was it OpenPad? Is that what they're called? Sure. Open Offer, door, OpenPad. OfferPad. Offer pad. Whatever, Whatever. ass pad, (laughs) pad, bad AI pad, whatever you're called. Lose money pad. Yeah, lose money pad, whatever you want to be called. At the end of the day, that's where algorithms break Mm -hmm. is because they're purely based on technical analysis and it's garbage data in, garbage data out. And it doesn't actually understand perceived value and exactly what's going on. You know, that's that's the problem with what I see happening. So I hope, but Mike, you remember back, I think we talked about it probably almost a year ago when um, Robin, who was really starting to get some, get some momentum. And there were a couple of people with when the market flipped over and rolled over on itself, there were some people committing suicide because they thought that they owed these big margin calls. And then yeah. come to find out it wasn't even going to be a thing for them. And it's like, I, you know, please protect yourself. If you're in it, you need to really understand it because no matter what you're doing with your money, which is surprising to me that I even need to say it, mm. whatever you're doing with your money, you need to really understand what you're doing with your money. You're putting it at risk. Yeah. You yeah. know, think about how hard it was to earn that money. That's what I do every single time I go to look at invest something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dion, how about you? I think the problem is that you can apply game theory to yes. investing successfully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we talked in an earlier video about when to pay off debt. And, and there is when you're starting out, you're building and when you're retiring. Well, like chess has an opening session, mid game session, end game <clears throat> session. All three of those are played completely differently based on what's happening on the board. So if you can theorize about investing and use game strategy to be better at it, to me, that's a good thing. If, if you can make it, something that you enjoy doing the work every day and turn it into a game. And and so the words become confusing. I can use this like a game. I could say every day that I do 15 to 20 minutes of work is like moving a piece on the board. But when you take an app like Robinhood and you put it in a phone and you have all of the years of study of games like Candy Crush and how, how, how do we get people to stay on our app longer? How do we make people to make more transactions? And the theory is used to make you a consumer. And then you use that, that as your investing strategy, that's, what's going to crush people. So it's the companies that are making a game out of it to the investors, instead of the investors thinking, if I turn this into something I enjoy and make a game, it's a totally different concept. And so that's where I see, I see problems coming from 
it's like one of the things that helped me reach financial freedom. I haven't seen a commercial in 10 years. I don't go into stores. I use Amazon or I have somebody else shop. The, the end caps at a store are designed for impulse buyers. Mm -hmm. The ad, the commercials that you hear on TV shows, like I'll, I'll stream stuff or I'll pay for the upgraded Hulu so there's no commercials. There are people with master's degrees in psychology figuring out how the length of the commercial, the tone, right. the color scheme to get you to spend your money. Mm -hmm. And if you apply anything like that to investing the way they are with apps like Robinhood, um, that's not going to end well. Mm -mm. No. And again, if you're going to do the work, as, as Dion says, I would call you a trader. Right. I think there's there's <clears throat> investors, traders and gamblers. I think most people today in this Reddit fueled retail investor are gamblers calling themselves investors. And I promise you that does not end well. Uh -huh. The house always wins. Yeah. Well, you remember that guy with a Dogecoin, right? Oh, yeah. Big deal. Mm -hmm. Millionaire Dogecoin. Not now, anymore. Not. Not, not even close, actually. Not even close. Yeah. And he's ridden it all the way down. He did. Based on what fundamentals? None. Billy, Billy, Billy ran uh, Dogecoin. No use cases and another 5 billion coins every week or month or whatever it is. Yeah. Ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. So anyways, guys, thank you for letting me rant for a little bit. I had to get that off my chest. I just, I just see the, what we are going through right now, this pivot with the Fed. I think it continues and broadens us. Shoot, the ECB surprised and raised rates today. Yeah, so, yeah. I um. This is kind of like that moment for me 20 years ago that ultimately led to my loss of 150 grand. It kind of feels like that day that I did I didn't see it last time. I kept think I kept thinking the rules were yesterday and the rules in the game changed and I didn't change and I lost 80% of my nest egg. So I just had to get this off my chest. So Dion, thank you for letting me do this. Uh, where can they find you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. <clears throat> Tuesday afternoons, 4 p.m. for a live stream where I answer every question that comes my way. Awesome. And Matt, how about you? 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight, Mr. and Mrs. Lumberjack take the waves for its very first premiere episode. And then 11.30 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday, same bat time, same bat channel, Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube. And folks, if you didn't get a chance to watch my interview with Ashley yes. from two weeks ago, you are missing out. Ashley is a treasure, uh, very experienced. Uh, she admits not being on board day one. Uh, but Matt uh, brought her along and she is on board full, full steam now. So it is going to be a great show this evening. I have no doubt. Thanks guys. Greatest, greatest sales job ever. <laughs>